One of the things that we decided right off the bat when we started this podcast was we would not let just anybody sponsor us. To get on here and be a sponsor, you have to share the same values and you have to have the same heart uh, as we do. And you have to be providing something that's very important to us. And coffee is very important to us. And that's why we've been very happy to have Juniper Mountain Trading Post Coffee as our personal sponsors here on the channel. They're the company that provides all the coffee for the school. It's the coffee that we drink personally at home. And, uh, and we're very, very happy. They're a family-owned company that does everything themselves. And they have the same standards and the same heart that we do. So if you're looking for a, a quality coffee company, uh, go to junipermountaincoffee.com. And when you check out, make sure that you plug in and type in Dry Creek, all one word, for a 10% discount. Good morning. Dwayne here, Dry Creek Ranger School. It is a cold morning out here this morning. Um, there was ice on, on the water when I went out to feed, and it's a damp because we've been having rain last couple days and there's a slight breeze blowing uh, and it's just chilly. And mama's not here to video, she's in Texas. Uh, my uh, our fifth grandchild uh, was born uh, yesterday morning about three o'clock. Uh, so welcome to the world, Beaumont. That's his name, Beaumont. They named him and gonna call him Bo. He's got a little bitty mama, and that rascal came out seven pound, 12 ounces. Uh, so uh, he's probably going to be a bulldogger. We'll see if we see if we can't get him into the family business here and cowboying and carrying on. But uh, I'm real tickled and real happy um, about that. He's doing well. Mama's doing well. I'll probably pull out of here Wednesday morning early and drive to Texas and spend a couple days um, hugging on the grandbaby and then bringing mama back home. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, if you were to ask me, Dwayne, over the years, what is what has been your biggest handicap in training horses? What's been your biggest detriment, the biggest thing that's been in your way? Well, the biggest thing that's been in my way, the thing that caused me the most trouble... Uh, training horses over the years, my biggest handicap is the same thing that's been my biggest handicap in every other area of my life. Uh, and that's been my temper. And uh, I know you just can't see it. You can't imagine it, can you? Um, but it is uh, and has been. Has been for years. It's much better than it was. Uh, but it was it was always, always really bad. Uh, and I've recently got a fairly decent handle on it last couple years. And, uh, it's a subject that's come up here in the comments on the channel, not my temper, uh, but, uh, some of you, your temper. And as young men, just very angry at life, angry at circumstances, just angry all the time. And, and how do we how do we get a hold of that temper? How do we control that? What what causes it? Well, I'm not foolish enough to think that all anger comes from the same place. 
and that all of us uh, who struggle with a temper uh, have the same reasons. But I can give you my experience and what has helped me and what I discovered about myself along the way and what has helped me. Then you can decide if it's applicable to you and if it helps you. Um, first, the thing that we overlook a lot uh, that I figured out and that helped me tremendously is diet. Um, when my back when I had a lot of trouble with blood pressure, when I didn't have it controlled by diet so much, my wife could always tell when my blood pressure was getting really high because I was real snappy, real short. And, and I didn't want to be that way. Uh, it wasn't on purpose. I saw it and I knew it and I tried to control it, but it was like there was a a volcano inside of me that I didn't have control over. I was at work one day in Alaska working in a feed store over the winter uh, in between riding jobs. And one day I was just, I was just totally, I was, uh, I was looking for a clock tower with a sniper rifle. I was just furious at the world, everything. And it was all I could do to just get through and maintain. And it got to the point where I said, you know what? This is not normal. This is, I think I've told you guys this before. I said, this is not, I can't live like this. Something is not right. And so across the street, get that mustache hair out of there. Across the street, there was a, a pharmacy. And so I went and told my boss, I said, I'm going to go across the street to the pharmacy and have them check my blood pressure. I hadn't had it checked before. Um, I don't know why that came to my mind as a possibility, but I went across and checked. And it, at that time, that day, it was like 230 over 190. And uh young man that I went to church with at the time, he was a pharmacist that worked there. And he said, you go to the hospital right now. Um, And that began my journey of understanding the whole blood pressure thing. Well, my wife, who studies up on all the health stuff and everything, she was talking with somebody the other day, and she told me that they, they've discovered that your gut health has a lot to do with your your mental health, and it really does affect your temper. But if you, um, if you have high blood pressure, if you're on a high sugar diet, if you're on uh, just not a good, solid, balanced diet, that does have an effect internally. It's like we te I talk about with these horses, you know, and it's kind of the same thing. We feed these horses this sweet feed, and we feel them we feed them with a really high protein and we pump a bunch of alfalfa to them and leave them in a stall and they just get so jacked up. The horses want to get along. They want to get along, but they've got physical um, things with all this sugar and all this lack of exercise and everything going on that it's their bodies taking over their mind. And you say, man, my horse is mean. My horse is stupid. No, your horse is just about to explode inside. Um, because of his diet and lack of exercise. And that brings me to the second one. Um, if you'll start controlling your diet, and then secondly, if you'll start exercising. Um, I was going to a gym 
in Alaska when I was doing rehab from my from my neck, and uh, it was a uh, oh. It was one of them soccer mom gyms. That's the only one I knew in town. That's the one my therapist had me in. And when my therapy was over, I just kept going. Uh, but it was like mostly made up of treadmills and and all this stuff. And they had two squat racks. All I did was free weights. And they had two squat racks. But every time I wanted to go over there and use the squat racks, there was some girl dressed in whatever uh, stand there taking selfies or there were two or three of them stand there taking selfies and uh, and I wasn't going to be the bearded dirty old man that went over looking like he was lecturing around these girls so I never I wouldn't go over there and uh, so I uh, I couldn't use I couldn't use the gym the the weights that I wanted so I started looking around and I found another gym across town called the Iron Asylum. And that gym was owned by a fellow out of the military uh, who was a power lifter. And it was geared towards policemen, firefighters, and military. And it was um, what some what some folks today would call toxically masculine. And I called it beautiful. It was wonderful. This, but what I'm saying, what I want to bring out, I talked to the owner of the gym, uh, and he told me that he had been through some really hard stuff in over in the sandbox in the military. And he told me how many of his fellow soldiers and how many of the fellows that he served with had committed suicide. And, uh, the name of that gym was Iron Asylum, and that was his asylum. He said, this this is my therapist. He said, this this is what keeps me um, alive and on the earth. And physical exercise can burn away so much mental and emotional baggage. Um, and we're just, we're not healthy. And if you, and you don't have to go to a gym uh, riding horse. Man, I come out here some days, I'm like, it's just things starting to gin up a little bit and I'll go saddle a horse and I'll saddle a horse and I'll go ride. Uh, that's exercise, um, biking, getting a mountain bike and, or, or hiking. I mean, vigorous stuff where you sweat and you come back sore and hurting and tired and exhausted, but your mind is clear. And I know there's chemical stuff going on in there and I don't know what it is. Uh, but it helped a lot. It helps a lot. The other thing is, The value you place on something has a lot to do with it. Now, let me illustrate it like this. If uh, if I was over visiting your house and you had a 1972 Murray riding lawnmower, all right, and uh, that you picked up at a garage sale for $75, and I go out in the backyard and I get on your lawnmower and I get to goofing around and get stupid out there and carry on and I wind up running that thing into a tree. Now you're probably not going to get too angry. You're going to shake your head and, and uh, going to going to ride me for being an old fool or whatever. But if you've got a 2022 um, 
Ford F-350 King Ranch and I get in that truck and I go tooling around in your backyard and getting stupid and goofing off and smash that thing into a tree, now you're going to get mad. What is the difference? The difference is the value that you place on either one of those. Some of us, some of us place too much value on ourselves. Uh, and that's just the fact of it. When I was a kid, they used to say, man, if I could buy you for what you're worth and sell you for what you think you're worth, I'd make a fortune. Um, and, and that's true. And, and it's sad because there's a lot of folks out there today who are going through a real hard time because they don't value themselves at all. Um, they don't see any value in themselves, but then there's others on the other side that we just think we're all that. And because we put so much value on ourselves and we think that we are so special, uh, when somebody does something that we take as they do it to us, they do it against us, we get furious. And the root of that is because we value ourselves so much. Um, and sometimes we just need to sit down and take stock and get the reality of things. And reality is, you know, we really ain't all that. And, uh, and it's just not that important. And we, we, we need to, we need to adjust our inventory. We need to sit down and take stock of what is important and what is not important. Now, I made a comment in a past video um, about if someone, if we were walking down the street and someone were to verbally accost my wife, um, it would become a verbal and then it would become a physical incident. Now, some of you folks took that uh, sideways. You didn't like that. And you think that ain't Christian and that ain't right. I don't care. All right. Uh, my wife is the thing that I value most. Deanna, Noel, mama, is not just the person, but the thing that I value most in this world. And I value her so much. Her value is so high to me that if someone goes against that, I will get extremely, extremely angry. Now, if you don't hold with that, that's okay. Uh, you you do what you think you need to do in your life. Uh, but I'm just illustrating the fact that sometimes... What do we got? Oh, I just heard a sound out there, and that's mouse kicking on his grain bucket saying, Hey, I want some more. Um, but it's how we value things. We value ourselves too much. Um, and we value the opinion of others too much. Um, I, uh, and that is something that I've had to, I've had to struggle with too. So you say, Dwayne, in your case, bringing it down to where you are now, what did you do? Well, number one, I changed my diet. Um, and that helped and that helped tremendously. Number two, I got more active and, uh, and that helps, that helps tremendously. Number three, I went through a point, 
uh, where I had to reevaluate my own personal value to this world and I decided maybe I need to back up. I was protecting something violently that wasn't really worth protecting that much. I'm gonna have to get onto that horse. I have to pull that out of his pen there. He's uh, he's getting a little snotty about his grain these days. And, uh, and then I had to look at the value of others and uh, determine whether their opinion uh, was really worth all that. And, uh, and you know, as I go along and I see people and I see their troubles and I realize their troubles are much greater than my troubles and it just shifts your focus for a while. You can't, you can't life parts of life in a way is a battle and you can't win a battle if you can't stay calm in the face of, in the face of battle. All right. You can't teach a horse. You can't overcome a difficulty with a horse if you can't stay calm. If you can't stay logical and reasonable and uh, and understanding, you cannot you cannot have a successful conversation with your spouse, whether they're angry or not, if you cannot remain calm and logical and reasonable. And uh, you can't you cannot raise your children. You cannot raise your children properly and right if you cannot remain calm and in control. All right? You you can't. You can't succeed in business. Uh, and you're going to tear your guts out internally. I mean, your stress kills. And, uh, and it's not something that you're going to flip a switch and say, okay, I got this. Listen, I'm, I'm Scotch-Irish descent. Um, my dad had a temper. My granddad had a bad temper. My great granddad had an even worse temper. All right. And the genetics play a part, I suppose. Um, but we don't have to let genetics take control. Uh, we can control the things that we can control and we can step back and adjust how we perceive and how we approach and how we react to things that we cannot control. And like everything else in life, it's a journey. You're not going to flip a switch today and all of a sudden you're, uh, you know, you're, you're Yoda. Uh, you're, you're just calm and, and everything's all right. But you can be a little bit better today than you were yesterday. And you can start making changes today of things that you did yesterday. And, uh, and then you can begin the journey and hopefully at the end of the road, you can, uh, you cannot be where you started out at the beginning of the road, okay? And and guys, gals, uh, it's worth it. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm living experience. It's worth it to go through the effort that it takes uh, to make these changes. My wife still, we'll be out here working horses. Some of one of the students will bring an outside horse and uh, and they'll, they'll get, they'll, uh, they'll show their true colors. And we'll go through the process and deal with it. And, and even after all summer out here, I come in the other day after working with one and he went, he went kind of off and, uh, and, uh, I, we dealt with it. We handled it. We took care of it. And I come in and, and Deanna said, I, I just, I can't even, I don't have the words. I can't conceive. I cannot imagine you handling that like that, even just 
three years ago. Uh, so if you start working on it in six months, you may not be at the end, but in six months, you'll be further down the road and you'll be a little bit calmer, a little bit better, uh, maybe a little bit wiser than you were six months ago. And, uh, it's, I tell folks when they come in here and we start working horses and we introduce them to something new, like riding, opening gates on horseback and the horse hadn't done that before. And they come up there and they try to ride them up to the gate and the horses, no, no, no. And then they actually get the horse up close enough to the gate and they reach out to get a hold of the gate to open the gate. The horse sees that gate coming towards them and man, they squirt out from under there and they're like, no, no, no. And I tell them, look, that's too big an elephant for that horse to eat. That's too big an elephant for that horse to eat. So just feed him a bite. Ride down to the end of the gate and stop. Can he do that? Okay, they do that. All right. Scratch him, pet him, tell him he did good. You gave him a bite to eat and he took a bite. Now see if you can ride halfway down that gate parallel to it. And then stop. Don't try to go to the end. Don't try to go to the latch. Just take two or three steps forward. And did that. See, he took a bite. Now ride down there and go to the latch. And uh, no, he can't do that. So we go back, start over. And we just quietly work with him. we we'll work with him. And man, you eat that elephant one bite at a time. And for some of us, our temper is a big, big elephant for us to eat. It's going to give us a bellyache. Gives everybody around us a bellyache. Just one bite at a time. Okay, be calmer today. Eat better today. Go split some firewood today. Uh, sit down and look at yourself and say, you know, um, I'm not really all that. Get a more clear view of yourself today and start working on it. And But you got to control that temper. You have to. Uh, if you don't, you ain't worth a hill of beans. Uh, I wouldn't worth a hill of beans for years, and you won't either. A hot-headed, temperamental, um, angry man ain't worth nothing. Ain't worth nothing. All right, they just was dig a hole and push us off in this and cover us up. Because all we do is keep this world and our world and those around us on edge and stirred up and just make life harder for everybody else. Okay? Um, so, anyhow, hope that helps. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Oliva V, Liga Especial. Oliva has a lot of different blends, and they have this Oliva V, but I like this Liga Especial special blend. Um, it's got more... It has a more complex flavor. Uh, it's a it's it's a fairly uh, medium strength, uh, medium flavor blend, but it's got a little bit more complex flavor than some of them. And so, um, when I reached in to get a cigar this morning, this is what came out, and I thought, you know that that sounds pretty good. I think I'll try that one. All right. So anyhow, wish you guys the best. Hang in there, and we just continue on our journey and keep doing better. Um, if you're not moving forward. You're moving backward. Nobody stays the same. All right? So keep moving forward, and we'll catch you guys next time.